Hello, and welcome back. I, Daniel, the Keeper of Arcane Secrets, return you tonight to the doomed little valley of Radiance, Yukon. It is November 15th, 1922, and as the sun moves below the horizon and disappears for the next 37 days, the small population of Radiance is completely cut off from the world. Not even the nearby military installation, Fort London, will venture this far north. Two days ago, the final train of the season stopped at Radiance, and five strangers stepped onto the platform and into a nightmare. The gigantic miner, Moses T. Ripley. The young, beautiful Charity Flanagan of the North Carolina Flanagans both came to Radiance with desperate hopes of finding gold that had been overlooked during the Canadian gold rush. And while they looked toward creating brighter futures, both Detective Martin Noir and the mysterious hunter named Gunther fled from their blood-soaked pasts. Unknown to any of them, Gertrude Cornelius, fresh out of nursing school, only meant to stop overnight, but was abandoned as the train fled without warning. On the first night in town, Nurse Gertrude watched from a second-story window in Wolfjaw Inn as the others were attacked by a crazed, naked man in the snow. They put him down like a dog in the street, and after the nearly headless body was taken away by the sheriff, the four outside climbed aboard a large dog sled with a local geologist and headed north out of town. As she wandered through the crime scene later, one of the deputies called out to her and asked if she could provide some medical insight into the strange body. However, before the autopsy could begin, the corpse rose and attacked. Shaken and wounded after the attack, they decided to follow the dog sled out of town and were attacked by yet another crazed civilian as they attempted to escape. But those with the geologist fared poorly as well. After discovering a frozen corpse of another scientist in the woods, they came upon a scene of madness and brutality at the geological outpost by the nearby mine. As they attempted to locate the missing lead geologist and determine what had transpired, the deputy and nurse arrived and the seven frightened people barricaded themselves in the outpost for the night. Allow me to introduce our optimistic young nurse now. My name is Gertrude Cornelius and I'm played by Megan. I am age 22 and my occupation is actually a nurse. I'm originally from Edmonton, Alberta, and the reason I'm coming to Radiance Yukon is mostly because I'm on my first mission to become a nurse, uh, which is actually very exciting for me as, as a child I kind of grew up fairly wealthy, uh, with my father being a great asset in the Great War. Um, growing up with my mother, she kind of taught me just how to bandage up wounds, kind of take care of my siblings, and it kind of just fell into being a nurse. So I'm very excited to take on this new opportunity. My luck is kind of average. My sanity started at 55 and I have 13 hit points. The investigator skills that I'm most proficient are first aid, medicine, science, 
by Owen Kem specifically, and Spot Hidden. Uh, my main two statistics are education and intelligence. And my worst stats are strength and power. You can follow my player on Instagram at Omega, zero M-E-G-A zero. The next morning, the geologist stayed behind to take care of the recovering deputy, while the others discovered a stash of TNT before heading to the mine where they discovered the ritualistically murdered missing scientist. As they recoiled from the disgusting sight before them, baleful howls filled the valley, and the people decided to flee back to the safety of the outpost. But they were beset upon by a monstrously large white wolf the size of a house, and as the freakishly large crows circled overhead, this canine abomination spawned wolves, and the chase began. Charity nearly died as she slipped in loose gravel, but Gunther and Rip stepped in to save her, becoming wounded in the process. Detective Noir sacrificed one of the group's sled dogs to gain time, and Rip and Gertrude used their firepower to hold the approaching wolf pack at bay. They barely escaped into the outpost with their lives, but found another scene of carnage. Only the deputy and one dog still lived. And as they debated the best way to get the unconscious man to safety, a local Inuit tribe entered the ground surrounding the outpost to offer help and sanctuary for a night. Once the survivors were safely inside the Inuit encampment, they learned that a great ancient evil rises to try and take control every 37 years, and that the giant wolf acted as its harbinger. In addition, the entity's influence spread via an infection that had been unearthed in the mine. Black, wriggling, Vicious worms burrowed into people, controlling them and warping their bodies. Fire was the only true protection, but a person could determine an infected being by whether or not it could regrow body parts. Gunther and Rip both removed an ear to prove their purity. But as Rip learned a protection chant from the Inuit, the deputy rose and attacked the encampment from within. He was destroyed and burned, and everyone else was banished from the camp. Their single guide has brought them within sight of Radiance, but refuses to go any further. As he leaves them to their fate, with only a promise of future assistance if they can create a light atop the town's radio tower, they look down into the silent town, wondering where the citizens are and where to go from here. Welcome to the fourth episode of the eight-part Call of Cthulhu miniseries that I call The Deep Dark of Radiance.
I think we should head into town and go back to the inn and pick up everybody's shit so that we're... Because you guys didn't grab your stuff, right? Yeah, I've got my stuff. I've only got a couple of things. Yeah, I have bare minimum. I have, like, warm clothes, handcuffs, guns. Uh, I'm freezing. Let's go where there is obviously food because we haven't eaten in a while. Do you want to get ammo first from a gun shop or something? I I think they might be closed currently. <laughs> oh, I'm I while I am a lawman, I am suggesting that we steal it. Can you not just go get some from the barracks? <laughs> oh yes, I'll go to the police station. Go to it. I don't know why I've lost my French accent. I'll go. I'll go to the police station and uh, take some ammunition. Come with us first. Well, let's get some food. Let's get some rest because it's night and we're all hurting. And healing would be nice. Right? Well, wait. Before we go to where the evil freaking sheriff is, am I am I off base on this one? Yeah, you got you got some very good uh, yeah, yeah. no bueno vibes from uh, Sheriff Sullivan last time you saw. Okay, well wait. Do we all still have torches? Did everyone get a, tor- a torch at some point? I used mine. Great. I used mine? No, uh, yeah, we you... used ours to protect you from the wolves. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. I use mine. I no longer have a torch. We definitely need to light a fire or something before we go into this town. Because whatever it is out there... Bro, I got a lighter. I'm a smoker. Is okay. it we... is it so fire or is it light that they don't like? I think both, to be honest. Well, we can probably go and get some fuel from the train yard. I have four cans of lantern oil. Just throwing that I mean, that'll work. And a lantern. But more, more importantly, the cans of lantern. Hey, let's go and get some big cans of gas or diesel, I imagine it'll be, from the train yard. And just wherever we stay, let's just make a big wet circle around it so that we can light it up in case anyone tries to come in. I'm going to do it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just spitballing. That's what we do in Quebec. <laughs> just random yeah. ideas. Maybe, could we put it around the inn, do you think? Wait. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. We've got the train yard. So you guys are going to the train yard first. Well, the inn is right beside it, right? Well, it's right yeah. beside it. Okay, so you guys are coming. If you're looking at your map um, from the uh, northeast side, so you're going to be coming from this direction here, basically north from uh, Church Street. <laughs> Megan. What that means is you are as pretty much as far away from the uh, train yard as you can. You guys also do remember the fact that about a day and a half ago, you saw the train leave. You know, they'll still have fuel, Bef- right? Before schedule. Uh, you guys did know that it was supposed to stay there for a couple days, and it left before schedule. I think, well, if any management, do you want to investigate the train yard more? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, can we skirt around the town? Yeah. Is that a Let's go around the north side. It was like they're shining lights out at us, right? Past the uh, the storehouse. Well, the storehouse is in the um, on the north side, the northwest side. What building was it was that I was in when I got attacked when I was trying to look at that monster thing? The courthouse, which is where the police station and the um, all that is. The town hall, the courthouse, all of that is the same building. Okay, should we go around the north side and then check out the storehouse, see what's in there in the northwest? Sure. And then sneak around, we'll stay on the outskirts. Yeah, I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna have my pistol out. So I'm gonna. Pop some shots up. Okay. If anything attacks us. Right. Um, if we're being sneaky, maybe gunfire's not the correct oh, answer. Oh, no, I'm just life or death situation. Life or death situation. So. Okay. Um, as you guys are skirting around the north end of town, I do need uh, stealth rolls from everybody. Yeah. Success. <laughs> 62. Yeah. No. Yeah. No? Not even close. <laughs> what do we got around the table? I have failed awfully. I have. I got an 86. 86. Failed. Success. Hard success. 
Maybe you guys should just stay back and let us do this. Okay, as you guys are walking, what do um, you want us to get? We'll stay back and let you do it. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, you guys are making your way through, um, and uh, Rip and Gun, you guys are actually with with your experience uh, being military special forces and whatnot, uh, and a you know skilled miner. Uh, you know how to carry. No, no, you know how to carry all this weight around you, and you've worked in these kind of frozen atmospheres before, so you know how to move around and, and uh, you guys hear a muffled uh, yelp and a crunch as uh, Detective Martin trips over something in the snow and slides five feet down a small Call is the tabernacle! Just keep going. <laughs> I want to spot around and see if that's disturbed anything. Or okay, anything. Uh, yeah, because... well, uh, you two can roll your spot hidden. Hard success. Extreme success. Extreme success. Cool. Uh, you guys are on the north end of town, and uh, you, Rip, notice on uh, the McGregor Industrial Storehouse, you see a line of these black crows. Mm-hmm. And there's probably about six or seven of them. And as the detective slips and falls and crunches and slides, uh, all five of them, all five or six of them, in unison, turn and observe the group. Gun, you are looking more at the residences, and as you see and hear the detective slip and fall, out of the corner of your eye, you actually notice in the top of the top floor of the building that's closest to you guys. It is the one just up from the Yukon Steel warehouse. You see movement in the windows up there, as if someone is moving away from the window. Um, the rest of you look up and. Uh, you guys see a silhouette of a humanoid creature kind of move out of frame from the window. I'll just click the hammer on my revolver and just... All right, Monsieur Rip. But it looks like there might be somebody up there. Écoutez. Uh, what are they doing up there without heat? There's no lights, right? Uh, I can I do a spot hidden to see if there's any uh, smoke? No. No? Uh, you don't see any smoke coming from any chimneys. Uh, the the town looks just quiet. Dead. Empty. A little too quiet. <sighs> I would agree with Monsieur Rippy. It's too quiet. I think that the loudest of us should stay put. Maybe head over to the inn and the rest of us can scout out a bit. I don't know. Look at those crows. I think we need to probably get inside. I don't think we should split up. As you point to the crow's gun, the the crows take off from their perch. And you see another several dozen from various other rooftops all take off in one large flight. And they head north over your guys' head. They are silent. There is not a single caw. All you hear is the beating of their wings as dozens of black crows the size of small dogs fly over your head. There we go, you have scared them away. And the threat has been neutralized. Alright. Alright, uh, what are, what are we doing? Add, on to the train yard, Monsieur Rip. We don't need to go to the storehouse anymore? Uh, well, you stop through the storehouse. What are we looking for? <clears throat> uh, gasoline. Gas, alright. Okay, so you guys are going to which storehouse? The one, well, we're going to try this one in the top north okay, corner. Okay, we're going to try, try to find our... the gasoline to make the ring of fire. Okay. I, I don't think Carter. we need five of us to do it. 
Well, it's just safety in numbers on this head. I don't want to split up. Mm, we shouldn't split up. Alright. Uh, the few, if there's fewer of us, we can go faster and quieter. Yeah, I mean, we can cover you from behind. What's my stealth like? Am I feeling stealthy? No, I'm not here for stealth. <laughs> I'm okay for covering from a distance. Yeah, I'll cover from a distance, bravely. I'll sneak in. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's going to be the signal I if you get guess. in trouble? Fucking shoot! What? Okay. <laughs> um, you guys all make your way a little bit further on, still on the outskirts of town. When Rip finally gives his fond farewell and makes his way to the edge of this building. You guys are probably about a hundred yards away from the edge of this building. I, I'm going to throw a gun a look and be like, you, you're coming? Yeah, I'll go with. Okay. I need the two of you to roll stealth checks, please. Um, do you have any, uh, do you have anything for hand-to-hand fighting? He's got the butt of his guns. A revolver? Uh, a big hunting knife? Okay, I was gonna give you a knife. I'm gonna push. Where are we gonna stand? Um, Gertrude, about 20 yards back from the building, looking in the windows, or...? I, I failed. Say if there's like a window that we can see. You through. failed. Yeah. yeah, I also failed. Find okay. a nice vantage point. If there's a hill, perhaps. Yeah. Is okay. There... So the the way that the town is set is it is kind of central on this uh, almost crater like depression in the ground. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And around it is a hill that s- slides down into this town all the way around. So it's kind of sitting in a bowl. Mm. Okay. Uh, you guys are sitting at the top of the hill, about a hundred yards north. We need to be closer, though, for Um, cover. Yeah, yeah, you probably should. Well, we're all moving together for the first bit, right? We'll stay back, but we, like myself, Gertrude, Charity, we need to be close enough to shoot. I feel like it's perfectly fine if we're kind of like 10 yards or so away from the entrance, that way we have vantage points on the right and the left of the city. That's what we're going to try and do. We'll stand 10 yards back from the building. 10 yards back from the building. Okay, so I need the three of you to also roll stealth checks. I'm gonna push the shit out of it. Oh, that's Ooh. good, Megan. That's still not good enough, though. But I will. No. I will. Have you never it. seen dice before, Mieka? What? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> On the bright side, you rolled a 69. On the downside, that's still a failure. I was like, What did you? Do? Did you push that? Did I know I've done something. Martin, what did you do? I failed the first roll, but I wanted to be effective for my teammates and make sure that they were covered if they got into trouble, which I assumed they would. And so I pushed the roll and failed off horribly. <laughs> How horribly? It wasn't a critical fail. If anything, it's just a regular fail. You ha- you said at the beginning of the session you got a lighter. You're a smoker, right? Yeah. You've been doing a lot of walk in the past couple days. So as you're uh, making your way down the hill, a cold breeze sweeps up the street, up, uh, up Main Street, and uh, blows over you, and you get this... Uh, sudden harsh intake of cold air and this sets your cough, uh, your smoker's cough off and you start hacking up along. It takes you probably three or four coughs. God damn it, Terry. So <laughs> you uh, stifle after about the third or fourth cough but um, the rest of you note that uh, there is the sound of shifting coming from behind the building. Like something clanging to the ground. Moving, and you hear rapid footsteps coming toward you. Okay. Well, I got my rifle out for sure. I'm gonna hug the building, and I'm gonna pull out my freaking shovel. I'm just gonna be whoever this is. I'm gonna get a look at him first. Coming around the corner is a four and a half foot tall 
child, 10 or 11 years old, and it comes running around the side of the building. Uh, it pops its head out, and you see basically just its its eyes. It's got, it's wrapped up in fabric and everything all around it. It's It's got a heavy coat on. It pops its head around and looks at you guys and then pulls a chef's knife. Ooh, shit. Well, I ain't about to beat him in the fucking head with this. Yeah. With a shovel. Um, before you do that, Ten I'd like or everybody roll a psychology. Yeah, 17. Is that like a oh, hard success? Oh. That would be a hard success. I barely uh, failed. Barely, barely failed. I got a hard success. I rolled 84. <laughs> I was on all. I got 93. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the men are a little more trigger happy. The, the men are a little bit more trigger happy. And uh, you guys all pull your weapons back or get them ready to fire at, the, at this uh, child. Um, whereas the women <laughs> put your hands up. And, and try to calm everybody down because you note that this um, child is wearing heavy furs, is has a nervous look in its eyes. It's definitely not... Does it have red eyes? Does not have red eyes. Um, and you had a hard success. Yes. So you note that its hand is shaking as it pulls out the knife. Okay. Okay. I'll immediately wreck um, swat your gun out of your um, <laughs> I'm fine. Charity, you not only notice that, but you hear a small mumble behind all like these heavy uh, cloths around her face. You just hear this, you know, please don't be infected, please don't be infected, please don't be infected, please don't be infected, please don't be infected behind this thing. Okay. Um, all right, so I want to say, kind of put my hands up and say that we're not infected. We're the good guys. <laughs> you're, you're not? And she pulls down, and you see that as it is an 11-year-old girl. What are you guys doing out on the streets? They'll catch you. We gotta go. Who's follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Oh, okay. And she takes off back into the uh, um, street of Broadway there. Are we following? I will run after her. Okay, rifle yeah. away. Um, revolver's out. Okay. All right, you guys go. We'll catch up. We can do the gasoline. No, let's go. Uh, okay. She I'm stops running, so. and turns and goes, Why are you standing around? We gotta go. Let's go. You said she's wearing furs? Yes. She in you it? No, no. She's she is uh local. Okay. Alright. Okay, I'll go. I'll run. Okay. She actually takes you guys uh up uh Broadway and across the train tracks. Just on the other side of the train tracks, there's a little bit of a dip down as the valley deepens. And there is a uh old shed that is there. You would guess it's like a fisherman's shed or whatnot. You're getting, you're fairly close to the lake uh, with the edge of the town here. And so she dips into this uh, small shed and waves you guys in as you guys make your way up. Are you going to follow her in? Um, is there any sort of insight check? Yes, that, that is the psychology. Like, yeah, like I just want to see how trustworthy this child looks. Yep, go ahead. Yes! I got hard success. Hard success. Uh, she looks like she is terrified and also relieved that she has found somebody else that is uh, not trying to actively murder her. Then I shall continue following her. Okay. You guys flood into this itty bitty little room. It's, it's maybe like it's a shack. There are rusty tools all over the wall. And you make your way in, and she closes this rickety door behind you. 
And then she kind of forces her way in and she goes, stand aside, stand aside, stand aside. And she reaches down and there's a wooden panel board on the floor. And she grabs a little iron hook and she lifts this up, this trap door. And there is a old looking ladder that kind of descends down into this dimly lit room. You actually see the orange pulsing light of some sort of maybe candle flame or whatnot in this room. She goes, get down, get down, hurry. Uh, Mademoiselle, uh, what is down there? My mom? Is your mom uh, infected? Uh, no, no. We, we, we were only supposed to be here for a couple days and, and then the train left and we got trapped. I don't have time. Get down. I'll go first. Sure. Rip. You descend down and you look in and you see a small wooden table kind of push up to one side with a bunch of uh, linens and, and wool blankets and stuff that are kind of thrown on for a makeshift bed. And you see a uh, small uh, cast iron pot dangling over a very low flame, like very low fire. Um, and it is this very small fire that is lighting this room. Um, and you turn and you see a late 30s, early 40s woman and her arm is up in a sling and she has a massive swollen black eye and she turns to look at you as you come in she kind of blinks and goes Alex? and you hear from upstairs, it's okay mom I found them on the street who are you and what do you want? why why are we down here? my my name's Esther I, I told my daughter to go get food um we're not food. No. Do you have some? No. Oh. <laughs> um. How long you been in Radiance? What happened to you? Uh, the sheriff. Yeah, that tracks. Guys, we got an ally. Come on down. You guys all going down? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You guys make your way down, and. The five of you, plus the two of them, fill this room. And uh, the little girl takes off this heavy this heavy jacket that she's wearing, and she's just covered in blood and mud and goop um, as she makes her way past you guys. And she throws this kind of rucksack on the floor and opens it up and produces, like, four cans Ooh. Um, of, of, like, refried beans, mm. right? Um, Where where'd you and, find Mexican? This time of night. In the Yukon. In 1922. <laughs> the taco place, right? <laughs> She's like, these are all I could find. And she, she pulls these in, your, and her mom kind of shrugs and grabs these cans. And she kind of looks up at you guys and goes, So, uh, hi. Um, I'd love to take a look at that arm if you'd allow. Who the fuck are you? My name is Nurse Gertrude. Language is a child present. She'll also like straighten her hat. She's like, bitch, I'd like to nurse. Hey, <laughs> I'd like to inspect the cans. You're a nurse. Ignoring been... the Frenchman. Uh, yeah, if you could take a look at this, I haven't been able to move it. Okay. I want to have a look. Okay, uh, roll a medicine. That is a success. Mm. Okay. Her arm is shattered. From just below her shoulder mm-hmm. all the way down to just above her wrist. This wound is not something you are going to be able to heal with just your basic nurse's tools. Her arm is destroyed. 
Uh, the daughter, how close is she to where we are right now? I mean, the room is... Uh, she she is standing right next to her mom. Okay. Um, well, I've got a bit of news about your arm, and um, I, I think maybe she should uh, scooch before I tell you the news. Uh, well, she's not leaving this room. Okay. Have you have you not been outside no, long? No, not leave the room. <laughs> I didn't you just send her outside by herself outside like, like two minutes ago? <laughs> She's only been gone for 20 minutes. Well, just to get us food because we couldn't wait. Can't she go for another two minutes? Have you not been out there very long? Come on, little if girl, it... let's go peek out the front door so you know one followed us. She looks up at you and goes, uh, Hi. Uh, Can the lovely lady come with us? Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I want to stay here with the police officer. She does or she doesn't? She does. Yeah. Good Why? Move. You're scary. He yeah. shot me. I was I'll just stay here him. with my mom. I was trying to protect him. <laughs> so you shot him? Hold on, persuasion. He's what happened what? to your ear? Yeah, As she's getting a good here. look at you, she's like, what I'm happened to your persuasion. ear? I win. Alright. 68. 68? Okay, mm-hmm. she she will go with uh, Miss Flanagan. Alright, so I'll, I'll take her hand and be like, come on, and Rip's gonna go with us because I'm not going out there alone. <laughs> okay, well, very well. So, the three of you head on out. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of that in a second. Nurse Gertrude. Mm-hmm. I think the safest bet at this point is amputation. There's too many fractures here, it's not gonna be able to heal itself and only poison you further. I'm a mechanic. I, I, I can't do my job without my arm. You can't do your job if you're dead. Well, persuade. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Shit. Um, persuade would be under what, though? Oh, it's actually persuade. It's actually Fantastic. persuade. Yeah. Uh, that is I cut the right name this time. Hard success. Really? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what What do you need? Oh, many things. Um, I need a sharp blade. Um, Gun. Hunter's knife. Do you have one? I also have a hatchet. Well... I feel like a hatchet. My, I don't know much about locking <clears throat> arms up. I usually just shoot them before it gets to this point. But it's not a dog, Terry. Hatchet might be That's true. Or a person, right? The hatchet might come in handy because <laughs> I do need something to heat so that we can cauterize the wound. Oh, uh, this fire. I know, but I need something. A piece of metal. A large piece Like of a metal. shovel? Do you have a shovel? Rip does. <laughs> he's outside, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm at the top of the stairs. Oh, yeah, he's at the top of the stairs. Like, you hear them going, oh, shit, we need a shovel. I also uh, have a shovel. Yeah, a shovel lands at the bottom uh, of the ladder. Uh, we need your, uh... Shovel lands at the bottom of the ladder. Oh, you can hear. Okay. Yeah. When you get to the top of the ladder, you see there are, like, tools and mining equipment all around this shed. Right? They were like, rusty, I'm though, I'm gonna right? do a bit of an investigation on this. What do I need to roll? I just spot hidden. Well, I succeeded. I only succeeded. Only succeeded? Uh, you find various, uh... Pickaxes, uh, replacement halves that uh, have weathered the time quite well. Is there anything that's going to be useful, or is it all rusted? There's, there's no. So some of it could be salvageable. You actually find like a uh, fifteen-foot segment of chain, several padlocks um, that are open. Um, are there keys? Some pittance. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about this. I'm going to start. I'm going to, I'm going to lock the pittance into the chain. Yeah, I just, yep, I'm into it. What, yeah. what is that? That's just a brawl, still, is it? Um, yeah. Noise. But it'll do. It'll do damage. Um, how do you want? I, 
How do you want to call this? Go ahead and roll a mechanical repair check. You know what? I can do that. Oh, fuck yeah, I can do that. There is no... Oh, fuck yeah. There is not hodgepodge together medieval oh. weaponry. Hard success. Uh, I'm going to use three. Extreme success. Oh! Ooh. Hey, Adam. Alright, so, hold on. What do I... I'm going to have a chain flail. You have a chain flail. Yeah. What's my damage going to be on this? Um, you're going to do a D6. Really? Um, with a 15-foot reach. Holy shit. That's, That's a good reach, though. You yeah. guys. Cool. Um, I assume you might have done this once or twice in your time in the war, perhaps? Uh, yes. All right. Well, we need to hold it down. You ready? She she sits down, and she pulls out, like, a leather strap and bites down on it and goes, All right. Well, do you have any painkillers or anything like that? The 1920s, my dude. Yeah, I do have my metal kit, but I'm going to use that after we lob her arm off. Okay, gun, I need you to roll a strength check. Well, can I help him hold her down? With advantage. Oh, uh, that is extreme, yes. <gasps> Alright, you like... Her. She can't move. How well are you going to get this arm off? Yeah, I need for you to roll... I want to say medicine on this. Okay. But I also want to say fighting axe. Is there any kind of... Uh, there is no check for axe. There's no... Uh, what are you doing? Just be clear. Are you just grabbing the hatchet and raw going in? Or are you heating up the hatchet first on the coals? Like, what are you doing here? So, I'm going to heat it. And then I'm just going to lob my best. So there's like an, I don't know, like an aiming. Like, I feel like... Let's go with medicine, because that's what it's going to be. Your knowledge Survival. of anatomy. Yeah. Where to take this there thing off. There is a fight axe. Right. There is a fight axe, yeah. right? You would be trying to hit a specific point because you're trying not to get it to bleed out, I imagine. But you have a good bio. Right? I do have good bio, and I also have good medicine. Roll, roll a biology real quick, you just to double check world? where to hit. I'm only 22. Uh, 28 for bio, that is a hard success. Okay, you know exactly where to strike. Roll your medicine with advantage. So let's just roll... Another percentile, 10 and take the lower of the options. That is a success. A success? Yeah. Okay. You swing the axe down and you you sever the arm completely. You, in your assisting and holding um, her down, were holding mm-hmm. onto the arm. So yeah. now you have this broken noodle-like arm. I, that's the arms. arm I wanted to hold up? I guess yeah. I was holding it down. Um, you hold her down quite well, and she lets out a momentary scream and then faints on the spot. Mm-hmm. Blood starts pouring out of the wound. I'll press the hot axe against it. Okay, you pull the axe off of the... Oh, the shovel? No, it's the shovel. Oh, the shovel. Oh, the shovel. You pull the shovel out of the fires yeah. um, and press it up against the wound. I need you to roll another medicine check, please. This time with disadvantage because I rolled a con save for her and she failed, so she's bleeding heavily. Oh, good. Alright. I'm gonna push it, but I have to push it with disadvantage too, don't I? Well, it's better than a a 95, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh goodness. Yes. <laughs> um, that is gonna be a hard success. Seriously, with yeah. disadvantage? I yeah. rolled a twenty and a twenty-seven and a seven. Yeah, you uh sear. The wound on her arm. Um, the the uh, room fills with the smell of uh, barbecue pork. Excellent. Yeah. And the arm went off of the shoulder? Uh, just south of the shoulder. Okay. 
Like, like just past the muscle grouping. The wound itself looks infected in the traditional sense, mm-hmm. but not as if it's... Not like supernaturally. Infected. Yeah, when the red blood is pouring out of this. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, can I use uh, a few medical kits? Can I use one of the medical kits to maybe... Stabilizer? stabilizer? Roll, roll one last medicine check, please. Yeah, you do it. You're good. Uh, you you expertly bind the wound and, and put it back up in a sling and hold it close to her chest. And and you actually think you've done quite a good job with this. Charity, what are we doing? Um, well, you're... What are you... You're building your thing. I'm building the big fuck-off flail. And she, uh, the little girl's coming over and like, what, what, what are you... What are you doing? Um, I'm building a big chain thing to hit some people from far away. Oh, that's probably a good idea. Um... Is there anyone coming from outside? <laughs> Since we're up here. <laughs> you didn't even look. Might just start back your weapons. Yeah, I got distracted. All right, I'll peek out and check. No, there's nothing on it. Okay. I'm also going to take a look. You're building a chain? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm building a chain. Okay. Um, you guys hear a muffled scream from below you. And then nothing. What do you guys want to do? Should we leave her here? Well, I think this is one a very good, safe place to rest. Why don't we just stay here? Well, I guess that makes sense. Stay here until morning, and then... Well, we need, like... Well, we've got a couple cans, right, of food? Mm-hmm. Refried beans, apparently. Um, Mexican. I don't think that's, a, I, that's, that's not enough for seven people. Okay, where do we want to go? To the inn, right? I was thinking the inn, yeah. I think the inn as well. I think maybe we should make the hop, skip, and a jump across to the inn. Well, you'd have to carry her. She's not waking up anytime soon. Oh, I don't know leave her. her. So. <laughs> I'm not leaving her. Okay, as a police officer, I guess I'll help. And we'll st- bring her with us? Mm-hmm. Okay. How? Is there a wheelbarrow here? No, there's not a wheelbarrow here. However, there, there she is down a hole. We should leave. We should just leave her. Well, Gun can probably throw her up, chuck her up. How tall is the ladder to get out of the hole? Uh, about ten feet. Well, he's got fifteen foot chain, so. Well, I got rope as well. Yeah, we so do I. So you're just gonna tie her up? Well. You yeah. should not take her outside. Okay. No, the safest place for her is to stay here. Maybe <clears throat> you and Gun should go. Get supplies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and come back. All right. The three of you, Charity, Gertrude, and Martin, are going to stay. And Gun and Rip. Rip and Gun. Rip the and Gun. The adventures of Rip and Gun. <laughs> Detectives. <laughs> take my gun. Take my badge. I'll work outside the law. <laughs> uh, so the two of you make your way out to go find supplies to hunker through the night. Is the little girl staying in the... Yeah, uh, she sees her mom pass out unconscious and looks to the nurse and goes, What happened? Just had to do a little procedure. Is she going to be okay? She'll be fine. She'll be awake in the morning. You sure about that? You know what? This is my bedside manner at its best. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Do me a favor. Roll a... uh, Roll a fast talk. No, roll a charm. Uh, I fail. You fail? Uh, She's like... What? And she, she... goes over and she just starts kind of crying into her mom's into her mom's shoulder. She looks up at you and goes, 
Why did you have to cut it off? Couldn't you have fixed it? No. I'll roll with persuade. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Charity, could you please speak to the child? <laughs> Success, of course. All okay. Right. Uh, she, she calms down um, as you persuade, and she just goes, uh, oh, Okay. As long as you guys help us get out of this hellhole, I, I guess this will have to do. Language! Rip and gun. Gun, you climb the ladder to see Rip standing there with a 15-foot length of chain with pit, uh, pittons bolted onto it with deadbolts. I like your spike chain. Deadbolts. Padlocks. Padlocks, yeah. Well, thank you. Shovel? Yes. Is it still down there? Yes. There you go, shovel. Okay. Uh, the two of you make your way out. I, uh, where are you headed? Well, hold on. Just to be clear, we're after gasoline and food and probably blankets for the night. I don't think we need gasoline. The French guy keeps saying gasoline. We're well hidden underground here. I think it'll just bring attention to us. No. Aren't we just making a ring of fire if we get surrounded? (laughs) But if we make the ring of fire, they'll know we're there and they'll just... Why don't we just make a ring of gasoline and not light it until we need to light it? So, go to the inn, and if we can't find anything, we stop by the storehouse. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, You make your way up to the train tracks, and as you guys make your way up to the train tracks, I assume here's where you're going to start being a little bit more stealthy? Yeah. Okay. Roll stealths, and roll spot hiddens as well, please. Stealth first. Success on stealth. Success on stealth. Okay. Spot hidden. Success on spot hidden. Success. Okay. Um, you guys get your way up to the uh, top of the train tracks. And of course, this the, this area would be pitch dark, dead of night kind of pitch dark, if it weren't for the reds and purple uh, light being cast down from the Aurora Borealis. Now, as you guys make your way up to the uh, train tracks, you actually look to your right down the train tracks, um, a little bit past the main train stop. It takes you a couple seconds to realize that this is the a form of a person, but it is clearly over seven feet tall, four feet wide, and it is standing with its back turned to you, its shoulders kind of slumped over, and uh, resting in its hand, kind of on its side, as it just stands there. Um, it is also shirtless and exposed to the elements. It's backs to you as well. You see this uh, large plank, uh, or sorry, this large section of rail tie, uh, like the actual track of the railroad that it has in its hand off to the side. And it's just kind of breathing slowly. And you guys climb up and there's a couple crunches as you guys are climbing up and it pop- pops its head up and then its head drops back down. And as it pops its head up, you see that it, it's hairless absolutely hairless um and then it drops back down this thing is probably a hundred yards away from you 120 yards away from you down the track okay. and it's back it's to you and it's just standing in the middle of the train tracks uh you guys stealth past this thing and make your way down main street uh you are standing between the uh dry goods store and the uh, Richard Carter and Co. storehouse. You're standing just off to the side by the storehouse, um, looking down Main Street. You know, behind the building is a, where you guys kind of pass by, there is a tall um, wall that you pass uh, that is kind of shielding your vision past into the backs of these buildings. What would you guys like to do? 
Dry goods is food. Dry goods is food. Let's start there. Yep. Okay. Uh, you make your way over to the front door of this dry goods place, and uh, the door is sitting slightly ajar. Is there a window I can look in? The yep, spot yep. First, roll a uh, spot hidden. Yeah, me too. Oh, extreme. Oh, uh, hard success. Hard success. Okay. Um, you guys look in the window. It's empty. There's no one in here. All right. At all. Okay. Here we go. Right. You make your way in, and uh, there are meat hooks that are kind of hanging from the front window where, like, dried meats would hang. There are no meat rings or anything hanging off of them. Um, there's several large barrels that seem to have been tipped over, and flour has been pulled out of them. There's a couple other large crates and whatnot that are sealed closed. Uh, there is, however, on the back of the building, there is a wall of cans and jars of things. And you would th- suspect that this is where uh, Alex, who was the little... 11 year old girl um this is where she got her cans right before she saw you guys as she was exiting this building um at about her height four and a half feet up there is rows of um beans and uh canned vegetables and and stuff like that uh she looked like she grabbed three heard you guys and left like there's still quite a lot here as you look higher up there's there's other cans of um other types of food stuffs. All of it's dried or canned. It's all behind this large service counter of sorts that has a glass container on the inside, which is just fogged up. You can't quite see through the glass. What would you guys like to do? Mm, gotta get some food. Quickly. I want to know what's in the glass. Okay. How? Is there a little slidey door? On the back. As you guys go around the counter, I need you both to roll sanity saves, please. Oh, good. Ugh. I'm pushing. Yeah. Can I push sanity? Uh, no, you cannot. It's just what it is? Yeah. Alright, well, I failed. Okay. Um, Adam, you are going to take six sanity damage. Oh, good. Um, was that a d6, Dan? That was a d6. Good. You're going to take six sanity damage, and then we are going to roll an effect for you. And I'm going to tell you what you guys see that makes you roll the sanity check. I mean, this doesn't bother me. I rolled an 18. My sanity is 91. Like, this isn't even close. Roll 1d10. You turn, you turn the corner, and you see a uh, small woman. She's maybe five foot four, and she's kind of pushed up against the one side. And her chest cavity has just been opened and exposed. All of her innards, all of her organs have been sprayed out across, splayed out across this area. Um, Her head is back and twisted, and it looks like there has been um, bite marks removed from her flesh. Uh, Her eyes are rolled in the back of her head. Her face is enraptured by something in death. You see next to her laying on the ground is a small Asian man. He's got blood covering his mouth. His eyes are gouged out by something you you don't quite know. And he doesn't have a strip of hair on his entire body. Rip, you look over to this, uh, seeing the body of uh, this woman with her chest cavity opened and exposed. You see... The body of the young Asian man with holes and puncture wounds all through his body. And you have a flashback to the war. You see your brothers in their spot. Your one brother with his chest cavity exploded by shrapnel. And your um, 
older brother laying on the ground, all of the puncture wounds from the shrapnel piercing his body. Alright. What is your guys' dexterity? 85. Oh, 66. You see this look. I need you to roll a psychology. That's what I'll give you to go first. Uh-huh. No. Uh, Gun, you look and you see Rip. His face is kind of blanched. His eyes are looking off in the distance somewhere, and he is breathing heavily. Rip, there is a German soldier standing next to you. What would you like to do? Well, I was never combatant in the war. So as enraged as I am, they killed my entire family. I'm going to... Just real quick, I'm going to read this out to you to influence your decisions. Yeah. A red mist descends on the investigator, and they explode in a spree of uncontrolled violence and destruction directed at their surroundings. Allies or foes alike for 1d10 rounds. Sure. And I roll the two. Yep. So, you are exploding in a um, spree of uncontrolled violence and destruction. Well, I didn't have anything in my hands, so I'm punch-punchy. Right, I didn't have a weapon. Yes, but you exploding. Yep. So... Uh, I'm going to punch. Okay. Roll a brawl. Good answer. I'm going to dodge. That's a success. I got a 47. That is a... That's a success. Okay. Uh, Ty goes to the runner. Uh, you drop as as uh, Rip's fist swings over your head. You make no contact with anything. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm all upset. There's tears in my beard. It's gross. It's like snot in the mustache. I was say, a frozen snot coming down. Gun, what would you like to do? <laughs> uh, I'm going to attempt to run away from him. You're going to attempt to run away? Yeah, I want to stay in the, the, the building, though. I just want to, like, down an aisle. Okay. Uh, you book it down an aisle. I would like for you to make a dexterity check, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, hard su- or extreme success. Okay, yeah. You, you, like, roll over the bench that uh, serves a counter, uh, that serves as this thing, and you kind of roll down the glass and you take off in one of the um, into one of the aisles. Rip, what would you like to do? Smash the glass beside me. Smash the glass beside you? Yeah, it says attack my surroundings, right? So I'm just yeah. like, try, 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 try. Okay. Um, you lose your crap on the stuff around you. You are shattering glass. Uh, you are pulling the cans and stuff well, how off. It, how long is it around? So how much destruction can a six foot six beast do in an enclosed space? with his bare fists, right? Mm-hmm. You're making a hell of a lot of noise. But your vision clarifies, and you you stop yourself in the midst of this. You are going to take a damage. And I stop, and I say, wait a minute. My youngest brother, Jordy, wasn't an Asian man. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it took you a minute. It took you a minute to remember that your beloved younger brother was not, in fact, Asian. Um, you... you <laughs> Calm down, but you have made a hell of a racket. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. He calms down. Uh, I'm going to slowly peek around the corner, see what he's doing. <laughs> you're you're at this point, you're probably weeping. Like, there, there's this vision of your brothers is not something that um, you think about often. 
Hold on, but I'm going to grab my necklace with three dog tags, and I'm gonna. You start working them in your fingers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I gotta come back. That's my that's my anchor. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, you are kind of in a different realm for this right now mentally. I need you to roll a listen check, please. No. I am okay. not successful. You hear heavy breathing. Yep. Um, and and not a lot else coming from anywhere else. Um, what would you guys like to do? I want to see. Rip, 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 rip. You doing all right there, bud? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Do Do we want chili or spicy chili? I'm taking shit off the shelves now. I'm trying to like get my shit back together. Yeah. Just, just grab what you can. Let's just get out of here quick. Roll a uh, uh, luck check real quick. Both of you. Oh shit, yeah. No. Success. Okay. Fail. Uh, you grab like 10 or 12 cans of various canned vegetables and, and, and uh, beans and whatnot. Um, you also manage to find, tucked away in a corner, you find a small supply of woolen blankets and uh, this is basically the general store. So there's there's oh. there's a supply of blankets and, and covers. Is there lantern oil or anything? Like gasoline? Not that you found. As you guys are kind of putting the last of this in your bag and you start looking around saying, oh, if there's blankets, there might be lantern oil. You hear a crash from outside. That's someone like breaking through. I freeze. After a moment, you hear heavy footfalls and the sound of something dragging, metallic, on concrete. I'm going to be stealthy here and I want to say something to him, but let's see. Uh, can I roll listen to help? Ah, uh, yes, you can. I listen. Did what would you like to say? Still have some dynamite. Put your dynamite here. I'll light it. Let's jump out the window. Can we open the window first? Um, you guys are standing kind of in the back of the shop. There is a window probably 10 feet away, just on the side of the building. This would go out onto the diagonal cutting street across the entire length of the town there. Okay. Um, that's where that would exit, and it's about 10 feet away from you. As you guys make your way over, you see in the doorway of the shop, this seven plus foot tall monstrosity of a being. Um, it is wide. It You see uh, thick corded muscle all the way around it, but uh, the form underneath, uh, like the, the, the form of the muscle is bizarre. And as you get another glimpse at it, you actually see it shifting under its skin. You look up at it. I need both of you to roll sanity saves. Extreme success. Extreme success. Cool. Good. You guys look up at this thing's face. Um, its jaw is disjointed and hanging low with this large open grin. Its tongue is lolling out of its mouth and it's long and black and thick drips of this slobber-like uh, substance is dripping off of it. Down its entire chest and the lower jaw is blood and gore and chunks of flesh that are clearly not its own. Its eyes are bright pulsing red. It has no hair anywhere on its body and its head is enlarged and kind of lopsided as what look like worms under the surface 
barely under the surface of its skin, are pressing up and moving across. Is this the same thing we saw on the train tracks? It looks similar. Okay. And then it howls at you and breaks through the entrance of this building. Glasses shattering, wood splinters everywhere. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, light the dynamite and get out the window. Okay. Um, I would like for a jump. <laughs> you guys did not get a chance to open the window. I'm going to open the window. You're lighting dynamite. I'm not lighting dynamite. No, I'm lighting dynamite. Like, I'm lighting the window. Yeah. Okay. You open the window and get out. I will need for you to roll a dexterity. I don't do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you make it through the window. Glass shattering around you as you jump through the window. The window I opened? The window you failed to open as you scrambled away. All right. Um, guy, you're just lighting it and running. Uh, yeah, I want to like just put it down on the counter and light it, and then jump out the window. Okay, roll a jump as well then. Dex. Dex works. Yeah. I'm good. Ninety-six. Uh, uh, would you like to push it? Yes. Oh God. Gun getting blown. 46. I'm going to use four luck and be successful. What you do is you grab the window and you slam it up and try to get through. As you are jumping through, it dislodges and falls. And it's opening. It's a sliding window. And you get caught in the foot with it. You fall out and you hit the ground, um, causing this damage. You light the dynamite, turn, see the windows close, and quickly flip it up and dive through as fast as you can. Uh, the two of you are on your feet in an booking it down the street as a massive explosion echoes throughout the town. You hear a high-pitched scream. It sounds reminiscent of the burning of the worms in the cat in the house, um, just up by the actual mine that you guys did not go in and explore. It was creepy, man. Um, which way are you guys going? We're going back to the shack. Okay. Yeah, we need to find um, somewhere safe. This now. screaming dies. You take probably 20 steps, just absolutely booking it down. Um, you see, a, of course, a bright flash of light when the explosion hits. Um, and the screaming, shuddering being fades out. The sound fades out as you guys are running away. And eventually all you hear are your foot your own footfalls and your heavy breathing as this thing is, um, as you are making your way away from the explosion. Um, you hear responding screams and howls throughout the town as this happens. I need you guys to roll stealth as you make your way back to the... Ooh, uh, extreme success. Uh, extreme success. Extreme success. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys make your way through, no problem. You make your way over to the um, edge of the train tracks, and you look behind you to just double check to see if you're being followed, and you don't see anything behind you. It seems like you guys have kind of evaded capture. Um, you slide down the embankment to this uh, wood shack and go to open it and make your way down inside um, this little trap door, closing the trap door behind you. What would you guys like to do? Rest. Eat. You want to rest? Hand out the food? Mm -hmm. What the hell, Rip? What? You punched at me. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, you did. No, I didn't. 
Where'd you go? Uh, what what happened there? Uh, oh no, it's the 1920s. Nothing. Leave me alone. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Aww, Ref. Can we please heal? Is it the evening time? It is the evening time. I can heal. One medicine check per person. And then I'll do medicine. Rounds of medicine Someone checks. Someone else want to do everybody. this? Oh, first aid? I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. I'll first aid your Shut friend. Up. Can I? Just a little, <laughs> Shut up. Just a little After seeing his ankle, can I first aid him? Yeah, yeah. Rip, rip, like, rip limbs <laughs> into the room. So that is an extreme success. Can I? Oh, can I get a medicine? All right, so let's do medicine for you. What is a success? Uh, a D3. Oh, splendid. I only needed one hit point, so. Would you like some assistance? Please. Some aid, shall we say. And that's a success as well. Can I get a proper medicine check now for my other wounds? Uh, Okay, fine. Three. Charity, are you feeling wounded, peckish? She has not so much got a sliver this entire time. No, but I'm feeling a little hungry, so we could open that bag of food that you... All right. Uh, All it says is taco stuff. Take it. I'll take it. Taco in a can. God damn it, Megan. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to end up amputating my fucking foot because it's goddamn... Uh, Nope, because that ends up being a um, uh, hard success, which is what you need to get a regular success. Yes. One, three. Three. All right. That's cool. You can't go above your max. Your nurse is having a really good day. Can I medicine check myself, though? Yes, you can. With advantage because you've been doing so well. Ooh, I'm having a good nurse day. Um, so for myself, if it meets the hard success number, does that make it a hard mm-hmm. success? So yes, hard success. Four hit points. Sweet. Alright, so, yeah, we, we rest up, then yep. get, get some sleep, get some food. You guys sleep. Is there going to be a watch system? Do we have, we don't have a dog right now. Uh, I'll take the first watch. So, you'll take first watch? Yeah. Spot him. Or listen. I'll choose watch as well. Uh, you are looking outside of the little wooden shed. And at about what you would think is 2 o'clock in the morning, you can't really tell. Your concept of time at this point is now starting to slip past you. Um, you see a pack of wolves run maybe 200 yards uh, out front of this thing. Each one of these things is the size of a Great Dane or larger. They are these massive beasts, and they run past uh, your uh, the front of your shed. You wait a minute, and you feel a slight tremor in the ground, and you see this 15-foot-tall-of-the-shoulder beast of a wolf loping behind it. Okay, And it stops, and its head extends up, and it sniffs the air. As, as you are sitting there. It howls, the same howl you heard when you saw this thing in the, in the woods, um, and then makes its way out and west, away from the village. Who's taking second watch? I'll take it. Okay, roll a spot hidden. success though yep 58 against 62 the only thing of note that you see happens what you would think of is like the very first little bit of of the morning um, of course it's still pitch dark 
the, the light hasn't changed. And your idea of time is starting to get really hazy. Um, but you do see, at one point, you had to kind of double check. You are looking out into this large flat section that is leading out of the west of the town. And you look down for a minute and, and, and you're reviewing notes and whatnot in your book and you hear a snap outside and you look outside maybe 250 yards away. You see this silhouette of a, of a man. Its head is a little too long though. Um, long and oddly shaped. It is a silhouette. You can't see any features. You go and you reach for your gun and you pull it out and you look back and it's gone. And that's the only thing that happens during your watch. And how far away were you? About 250 yards. Okay. Anyone take it over from me? Yep, I'll take third. I'll let Gunther the Hunter know on the way to bed that, hey, there's a creepy dude walking around a sub over there. Okay. Okay. Spot in. A hundred? Oh, shit. Zero, zero, zero. Do you want to push it? Yeah. Push it. Oh my god! I did it again! (laughs) That is a hundred again! Well, you're dead. (laughs) Gun. Yeah. You fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, shit. Nothing happened during your watch. Oh, good. Yeah. You guys are sitting there in the dark of your little hole in the ground. Um, A breakfast of canned refried beans and canned vegetables. The girl's mom uh, had a fitful night, but she wakes up um, and uh, she she struggles to sit up and and she's a bit pale. She's lost a lot of blood, but she'll pull through. Um, And her daughter brings like a little canteen over to her and she sips some water. Um, and she looks you in the eyes and goes, thank, thank you, um, I, I think. Um, do we have a plan to get out of this town? Alright, so we didn't tell you guys before, but we ended up blowing up a building, I'm sure you heard it. Because there was a big, like, seven-foot scary guy with, like, this giant jaw. Oh, I guess none of us asked what that explosion was when yeah. we got back. So, so uh, we didn't want to terrify anybody before they went to sleep. You guys knew. Come on. (laughs) It looks like anything in the town is compromised. We should figure out a way out. Um, But let's go to the inn. I know that if we're alive, there might be other people alive, not infected, not part of this madness somewhere. My husband's out there somewhere. What's his name? Was he Chinese? Darren? Darren. Yeah. But my, my husband left, I don't know, uh, a day and a half ago. Left? Uh, yeah, he, he said he needed to get us food and supplies and he never came back. Mm-hmm. You've been down here for a day and a half? About that. Since the train left. Interesting. Could he potentially get on the train? I don't know why he would have left without us. I, why did the uh, train leave? We don't know. Um, well, the town's not that big, right? We could circle the town calling for him and see what comes out onto the streets. Um, no. No? No, uh, I don't think not so. The, not with a escape We don't plan. have the proper visions to actually fight anything. We never really got ammo last night. How much dynamite do we have? Seven. Seven dynamite. Could we just blow up the town? 
Hmm. Hmm. This is a shit box. Not with seven dynamite. We would need eight. Eight dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Could we lure them into a dynamite trap, perhaps? Oh. Who's they? Who are we luring? Yes. The cre- the creepies? No. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay, Gunther. What is your plan? How many are there before we decide to lure them? Because if there's even half what as many you wolves. I didn't see last night. I, I didn't see anything. 200 wolves. And a big one. The, the same big a one. shit ton of wolves and the big one. We're gonna need you to start telling us what happens on your watches and when Nobody you asks. I think we should make our way to the end, and I think if we find people there, then you know more strengthen. I'm thinking if we're gonna blow up the entire town, then maybe some booze to Apparently, blow it up. Why would we cause attention? Oh, hey, there's a place here called the Lee Fung Hung Laundry. Now, I don't know how many Asian gentlemen there are in this small Yukon town, but he may have come from that laundry. Oh, we could go to the kennels and get another dog. This. Goddamn. They mentioned the kennels. You have been to the kennels. There is absolutely nothing left in those kennels, and Vector would recommend not going Why? What was there slash not there? Um, bunch of dead dogs. Okay. Um, they were definitely all murdered. By whom? <laughs> By some... One of the residents here, I think. She attacked us at one point, and um, that's how we ended up coming to hunt and look for you guys. Oh, you and Kelvin. Yes. Who is Oh, yeah. Or Kelvin. Or Keith. Ke- Kelvin Keith. <laughs> Kelvin Keith. <laughs> what if we go down to the Canada Post and Telegraph mm-hmm. office? and telegraph for some help. We did pass an army base on the way out. From the army base. That sounds like a really good yeah. idea. Canada Post and Telegraph. Alright. We're splitting up? Uh, should we uh, go by the inn? I, I like the idea of Molotov cocktails. <laughs> I like the idea of having explosives and setting fires. Oh, I still have one, I think. And liquor lights. Well, the inn might also have Where other provisions, more medical kits. You guys are, uh, yeah. you guys are sitting about uh, some distance to the west of the train tracks. Oh, great. Just outside of town. All we could set up the inn as a safe post. Or we could run a raid on the police station. I'm not saying it's the best idea, but there is ammo, right? At this point, I'm inclined to just kill anyone. We know. <laughs> because they're a threat. Um, I say I say we go to the police station. That's where the ammo is going to be. And the, and the more offensive supplies. Handcuffs. And then take the supplies to the inn. Right. Take the supplies to the inn. Load up on... Well, there's cots and stuff at the courthouse. Yeah, uh, but we can load up on stuff at the inn as well. And then hole up in the radio tower, call and wait for help with all of our provisions and ammo. Sure. Deal. Yes? To the courthouse. How are you doing this? You're just walking out, all of you brazenly walking down the streets. What are you doing with the The Magnificent Seven. But we're going to SWAT team into this thing. Boom. Door down, and we'll do room Esther and Alex are going with you? Uh, Esther's going to slow us down. Uh, So's Alex. Although she could be a Uh, decoy. um, I don't want to be a decoy. Shut up, kid. You don't even know what word means. Nineteen twenty-two. How old are you? You've had one year of schooling. Yeah. My dad was a hunter. Oh, what a decoy is. I'm not father. I'm not father. I thought your I thought your dad was a mechanical engineer who hunted. It's the twenties. He's a man in the twenties. Right. 
Well, uh, well, should we give Alex a gun? This will only go poorly. Have you ever used a gun, Alex? Um, I mean, I've got my knife. How big is that knife? Uh, it, she, she, it's uh, like a butcher's knife. It's like a good um, sized Indian chef knife kind of yeah, thing. Gunther, yeah. do you have a, a gun that we can give to the child? No, <laughs> no, no. Just leave her with the knife. Dad never let me fire the guns. It's not a lady's thing to do. Well, after hearing our plan, do you well, have any interest in actually coming with us on this? He, she, uh, Alex looks up at her mom and goes, I, I don't want to leave my mom. and she, She's not fast no. right now. With her, with her. Let's leave them the food supplies. We'll pick up more on our way. We're heading by the inn. Okay. Yeah. And we'll come back for you. Probably. <laughs> we we about, tend to get distracted. If we get signal, are we going to the radio tower? Yeah, but they don't have a radio in here to hear us. No, I mean like if we hear from somebody. Yeah. Just let them know if I hear something. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we'll be back. Okay. Don't leave. We won't. We won't. <laughs> Unless we have to. No, stay down here. <coughs> what? With the hatch shut. Yeah. Uh, do we want to have like a special knock or something? Yeah. I was just thinking about that. That, that could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think a monster is going to be that great. The password is chain flail. I could remember that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's so the password? Can you remember that? Chain that? <laughs> um, also, I'm going to give, to give her two feet of chain with a padlock to chain it from the inside. You guys make your way out. It is dark and depressive. Uh, there's a heaviness in the air, and you look up, and the aurora is still uh, active and teeming with life above you mm-hmm. with this quickly moving and shifting landscape of lights above you of purples and reds and deep blues. You make your way out of the uh, um, little shack and uh, climb up the hill towards this stretch of rail. At this point I need you all to make spot hiddens. Not another hundred. Not another hundred. Ooh. An extreme success. Extreme success. An average success. A regular success. <laughs> no, don't say that about An yourself. Extreme <laughs> fail. Spot hidden is just not your thing. No, it's if not. You would describe describe it, it would be. Uh, seventy. Oh, so not an extreme fail. Oh. I I have a question. What are you doing with your luggage in this time? Since this is a scouting mission and you guys are returning to the to the shack. Would anyone like to carry my luggage? No. <laughs> no. Chain flail. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna leave it in the. Okay. In the dam. It's the collateral. <laughs> why don't we put it on? <clears throat> why don't we put it on top of the trap door to hide it from anybody else? Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, what were our successes for the spot hidden? Fifty streaks. Extreme. Regular, regular. No. Okay, you are distraught by leaving your money behind. Pretty much. Um, this is your lifeline, and you've had to leave it behind. Um, the two of you make your way up to the hill, and uh, you look down on either side, and you see another large hulking form standing in the exact same spot he was before, but this one looks burned and and seared, 
you see large gashes of wound and you actually see a post of wood probably about a foot long jammed into one of his shoulders and the arm is just kind of hanging lifelessly on his side but his other arm is still holding the steel um, tie and he's breathing heavily and he's standing back where he was before Uh, and the two of you see that your extreme successes you look up and see that there are a smattering of crows the top of the buildings they've returned Uh, in the morning they have returned as your eyes are up looking at them you are actually looking uh, down the street of Broadway and you can kind of see the windows on the upper floor of the storehouse and as you both are looking up you see uh, a flash of light just real quick just a little flick of light you wait a second thinking this is weird and you see another quick little three dots of light coming from the window there's shrapnel and ruin all over the street. There's a thick plume of smoke erupting out of this building. I'm going to tap John on the shoulder and be like, point at my eyes. I'm going to point up at the second story window. Okay. And slippers. this is where I saw the guy in the window yesterday as well. Uh, yeah, on the other side of the building, but in the same building, yeah. And you look, and there's another quick little flash of three. And then a flash of three again, but these ones are held a little longer. And, and then so another I... flash of three. Yeah. Guys, guys, we need to go check out what's going on in here. It might be Darren. Do you guys want to continue on and I can go have a look, or are we doing this together? Yeah, I'll go with you guys. All right. We're going into this building. We'll just stick together. Okay. You guys are going to go check it out? Yep. Yeah. Stealth our way in. Stealth your way in. Stealth. Mm-hmm. Fucking right. Unless you want to stand in the middle of the railway by yourself. No. Success. This is stealth? Yeah. I got success, Dan. I'm stealth, for which I am not stealthy. No. Close. I did not succeed. I did not <laughs> succeed. Success! And it's success? Okay. Yeah. Um, Rip and Mark Pay. There's no movement of the crows or anything above you. You don't see any other movement drawn to your uh, vision. Um, the three of you, however, you're making your way along, and uh, the road here is just in absolute ruin. Um, and as you're going along, uh, what is the three of yours luck? My luck? Mine? No, uh, I need to know Gertrude's, uh, Gunther's, and Cherry's. Um, mine is 49. It's 49. 45. 32. You, Gunther are walking along and you step on a... Uh, Landmine. No. <laughs> no. You actually... Uh, a, a can that had been rocketed out of the building and buried in the snow across the street. Uh, you walk along and you actually step on it and it rolls out from under you and you fall down in the snow. You're going to take a damage um, as, as you fall and there's this eruption of snow as your large form hits the snow. You look up to see the crows... Again, turn and look at the group of you. Um, All of their red eyes, all at the same time, looking at you. And at that moment, you hear a howl erupt through the town. What do you guys want to do? Stealth faster. (laughs) You are right in front of these large double doors that enter into... Hey, open the doors. Let's fucking inside, guys. You guys crash into the building. Slam the doors behind you. Um, It is dark in here. 
you're now inside the building. You're, you don't have the benefit of the aurora. Um, it is too dark to see. I'm going to cast light on my sword. <laughs> no? Okay. No, no, sorry. Uh, I, no, but I am going to pull up my really dim um, uh, flashlight, the big like suitcase yep. flashlight. And I'm going to turn it on, and I'm hoping that it's dim enough that no one's going to be able to see it through windows. Um, you flick the switch, and the thing comes to life instantly. It casts a wide uh, beam of light. Uh, it's it's strong where it casts the light itself, but uh, it's has defined edges it has defined it. edges to it, so you could direct it. You don't think anyone's going to be able to see very. Uh, I'm pointing pointing it at the ground as well. Okay, you are standing in this uh, large hallway. There is a off to the side. There is a set of stairs set of stairs that goes up. Um, and uh, there's large double doors all the way down the hall to the end of the building. Way upstairs, let's go upstairs. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You make your way up the stairs, and so if this was a four-story building, it was on the third floor. So you make your way up to the third floor. You see another long hallway with what looks like office uh, fronts all the way down this hallway. We can't see anything down the hallway. Doesn't seem to be anything. There's there's some uh, like clutter in the hallway off to the side like there's an old desk chair that's been toppled over and and uh, boxes against the sides uh, and a thick layer of dust like this building hasn't seen a lot of use recently but there is nothing really of note you don't see light you don't see anything which, uh, which, which room was it I would like to listen roll a listen uh, I, I would not listen okay you fail, you're listening. Rip and Gertie, you're the ones who saw the light. I want you to roll a... Let's go with intelligence check, please. Success. Hard success. Mm. You guys know it's probably one of the end units on the right. Uh, and your hard success, it's the second from the end. Uh, is that one? From, if I'm calculating my windows correctly, that one. <laughs> okay. I'm leading the way with the flashlight. Okay. Are you rolling a stealth or no? Yeah. Okay. Roll stealth. Success. Nope. There's no point in me pushing if everybody else fails. Nope. The wood here is old and creaking. And as you are walking down, your footfalls echo through the hallway. Um, and you get the odd glimpse through these large glass windows that are separating uh, the office from the hallway, the offices from the hallway. You see chaos in each of these rooms, like stuff has been flipped over or uh, searched through, and, and, and you're making your way down. And as you get to the edge of this second to last office on the right, you see a uh, old cork ball roll very, very gently outside of the front of the window. And there's a piece of paper tied to it. It bounces off the wall and starts rolling down the hallway towards you. There's a piece of paper tied to it. I'm gonna bend down and pick it up. Be like, ball. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna hand it. Who's right? Who's right behind me? I'm still holding the flashlight. I can't. Uh, I'm not put the flashlight. I'll, 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 I'll take it. Uh, what does the paper say? Um, shut up. Throw it at you. Roll a dexterity. Not I'm gonna catch it. I'm quite <laughs> Hard pass. 94. <laughs> you gently lob it at his forehead. Well, and it what? bounces <laughs> off. 
and there's a clattering noise as this thing falls to the ground and rolls a couple feet before you pick it up. Carlos. Uh, and you look at it, and again, the note says, just shut up, written on it. However, you were have not shut up, and with the loud noise you just made, you hear a lot of commotion coming from the far end of the hall. Uh, behind us? Behind you. I'm ducking into the nearest room and hiding. I'm going to draw my revolver. <laughs> okay. What are the other three of you doing? I'm following uh, Rip. I, I'm placing the flashlight on the ground, pointed in the direction of the noise, and I'm ducking into the nearest. Yeah, okay, can... the nearest office is the one that you were headed towards. All right. Okay. Gertie? I will follow this man. Uh, Gun was drawing his gun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to stand behind him. Don't you also have a gun? Yeah, but I only have two shots. Uh, Rip, you dive into one of the rooms. I'm following Miss Rip. Charity. Miss Charity dives in after you. Um, and you come face to face with this uh, old prospector looking man. He's got a big, big beard and kind of crazy eyes. And uh, he's missing three of his teeth off to the side. He's got some sort of facial wound that he's just bandaged up himself with what appears to be a strap of linen. And as you dive into his room, he has a uh, very old, rusted, worn pickaxe. And he's standing there with it. He goes, eh! Shut up. I, I told you to shut up. Shut Can you? You got guns? And as he says this, you guys hear a uh, crashing noise as these three shapes. Um, they're smaller shapes, probably the size of a small dog. These forms are misshapen. Uh, they are fairly watermelon shaped with long snouts at the end of them with a black... Uh, like nose on the end with long whiskers that are curling and moving. They are gigantic engorged rats that are running down the hallway to you. Yep. They are about 90 feet away. Uh, uh, sorry, 90 yards away. Okay, well, I can't fire it yet. Uh, ooh, I have a Molotov cocktail. God, I mean, we got, we got time. How many staircases are there to get up here? Uh, there's the one that you came up that's up in the middle. There's one at the far end and one at the other far end. So there's another way down if you light the whole place on fire? Yeah. We, we're just systematically wrecking buildings, right? Like, <laughs> fuck, man, do you think? How many other room? No, hey, they're 90 meters chair. away, right? So I got time. I'll just put my revolver away. I'm going to pull my rifle out and say, well, shall we? No, we shall not. Let's not draw any more attention to ourselves here. Correct. They are running no, down the hallway at you. That this is, is there this something is... to block the hallway with? I mean, there's desks and stuff in other rooms. Uh, but these things have been, like, they, like, vaulted into the hallway and are running towards you. Uh, and the room that they jumped into has a door? Yep. Well, let's get in the room and close the door. Ugh. Okay, fine. Okay, you guys dive into the room and slam the door behind you, I'm assuming. Does the door swing out or in? It swings into the room. All right, I'm going to take one of these pittons that I picked up, because I picked up, like, a shit ton of them. Yeah. And I'm going to jam it down into the floor, and I'm going to use, um, like, the butt end of my pickaxe. Just, like, hammer this thing in so the door won't fly open. Okay, cool. Nice. Um, roll a strength check real quick. Ooh, that is an extreme success. Oh, so cool. Strong, so strong. Uh, you drive this thing into the floor quite well. And uh, the five of you are standing, and there's there's this old prospector who's got his hands up as Charity's got a gun drawn on him. Hi. Are you Darren? Ah, uh, no. What's your name? Grant. Grant. 
Is that your first name or your last name? Last? What's your first name? Come on, just call me Grant. What's your first name? My name is Bernice Grant. Hey. Uh, hey, Bernie, what you doing in here? You'll say this, Bernie. Thank you. Um, this is where I've been hiding from the crazy. For how long? Alright, how long have this conversation before shit's happening at the door? Uh, it's when he goes, the crazy. You guys hear scratching at the door and like pounding against it, like thumping against the door and like sniffing underneath the crack of the door. Not point that at me, there, lady. Do not. And you see that, like, he's got a wide, like, <laughs> halo of gray, messy hair and big bushy beard. He's missing all the teeth. He's got big red nose, and he's just sitting there, like, Can... I just this is my house. This is where I live. All right. What was once an office has become like a bum squatter pad. Like there is just linen strewn about. There's piles of old food. There's a smell no one quite wants to breathe in deeply of. Uh, the one window, uh, there's two windows in this place. One of them is heavily boarded. The other one has a little, like, one foot by one foot section that's been cleaned off, and there is a flat mirror laying on the thing next to it. Have you been bitten? Oh. Oh. By what? These things at the door? Oh god, no, no, no. They, they haven't bothered me. What do you mean by what? Tell us what's bitten you. Mm-hmm. I got a bad case of bed bugs. Oh. And he looks, and like there's just bite marks all over his arms of like bugs. All right, I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> we just, uh, once you get those in your clothes, man, you can't get. And any, any guys got any booze? I've been stuck in here for two days. I, 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 I need a drink. No, we don't come, have. Come on, booze. one of you, big guy, you're holding, right? Like. No, I get drunk on life, friend. No one has alcohol. Oh, fuck. Anyone been near the tavern? No. If you're alive, I'm assuming you haven't, so. Why? Why? What's in the tavern? Oh! (laughs) Shit went down there, like, yesterday at some point. Some dude went in, and then there was a big ruckus, and I saw him getting carried out by some of the town folk. Hmm. What town folk? Um, well... And he's gonna sit there and think for a second. He's like, There's a big fucker that I assume is Sullivan but he's bigger than he used to be. There's Stu and James and Jeremiah from the yard. They were there. Um, Maggie, she was there. Have they been infected? George, he was there. Stu, James, Jeremiah, Maggie, that was Darren. Who's Darren? Alright, that makes sense. Um... What, um... Where'd they take him? Yes. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Down, down the street? Maybe towards the kennels? I don't know. The, the Yukon Steel storehouse? I had a question. Those things out in the hallway, can they jump? Uh, no more than, like, a dog or a small cat could. Alright. Is there, like, a window in the door or anything I can... Yeah, there's, there's, the, there's a, uh... Like... But they're not up at the window level. No, no, no. They're, like... You hear a thump at about, like belly button height and then slide down and then scritching. Uh, well, these guys are doing that. I don't think I'm just going to like bust that window open and reach down on my shovel just like whack them all of these things. Okay. They can't get up to me, right? No, but the window is like, it's your head level, so you'd be reaching up and around and trying to swat these things. Yeah, I'm cool. You're not going to have the arm reach. 
Even with the end of a shovel? How long is that shovel? It's like a full length it's shovel. It's a shovel. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, fine, yeah. That'll yeah, work. Alright, I'm just, I'm gonna play whack a mole. Do you want me to be rolling for this shit, or can I just, like, uh, I'm gonna work at this for a while? Take 20. Yeah, I'm gonna take 20 and. No, I want you to write, uh, roll a brawl for it. Alright. Brawl shovel. I'm gonna push it. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, hard success on the push. Nice. Hard success, okay. Uh, you manage to connect with one of them, and you feel the shovel almost get, uh, like, fly out of your hands as you are swinging this thing down, and you connect really good with one of them, and it yips out in pain, and then the three of them run down the hallway again uh, and run uh, run away. The three of them do? I did nine points of damage with that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the three of them run down. Um, one of them limps. <laughs> Frightening. So, uh. I'm just gonna spend like three minutes doing this. Yeah. You guys keep doing Did it all right. Do you assume that they're the ones that took the train? Why would the train leave early? Oh, uh, the, the train thing? <laughs> no, uh, the, the engineer, uh, I guess as he figured out what was going on and tried to get out of town, he didn't make it too far. What's going on? It seemed people have gone crazy. So, so what do I'm you hearing mean? screams every night. Um, the, the weird fucking birds. I, I don't know. So what do you mean didn't get very far? The train is gone. Uh, no, it's uh, it's about two miles down the track. Um, stopped. Oh, we gotta get to that train so we can get the fuck out train. of here. Uh, what happened to the? Do you know what happened to the train? All I know is it was going and then it stopped, smoked for a little bit, and that's it. It hasn't moved crazy. since. No, but we got mechanical repair right here. Again. Awesome. If I just know where the forwards lever is. But aren't pieces of the track broken? Remember those big things like holding pieces of track? Do you know if pieces of track are broken? Nah. Bernice? Grant. Is your last name? You're hurting my feelings a little bit. I mean, if you could, if you could give me some alcohol, maybe we could. Bernie's immense, I but don't know if you understand the immensity, the sheer size of the fuck. I do not give whether your feelings are hurt or not. So, uh... well, do you have any weaponry here? He looks down at his pickaxe and then smiles at you. Do you know if there's anybody else left in this this building? <coughs> um, I haven't been able to leave because of those things. So I don't know. Oh, well. Did you take care of them, Rip? Uh, there's only two and a half left. There's two and a half of them left, so... Oh, no. Well. No, there's there's like a dozen of those things. Oh. Okay. Uh, <coughs> well, should we just burn the building down and go? It seems like a good distraction to get over to just the... Gonna, uh, yeah. How are you going to burn down a building that's been stuck in permafrost? Hey, look, we got our ways. All right? Is the building made of permafrost there, Bernie? No, no, but I mean, it's not going to burn easy. You got fuel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we good. And I like look around at like the little hundreds of papers around and like, yeah. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Uh, he looks at you and goes, were, were you guys the ones that blew up the shop? <laughs> oh, hey. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't be asking questions you don't want to know the answer to. Rip and gun. Gun and rip. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put my arms down? Oh, feeling. That's nice. Alright. Who, who are you looking for? Darren. Darren. Do you, you know what he looks like? He was, no, he was one of the passengers from the train. He's probably in the inn. Yeah. 
Oh, if he's in the end, he's not in the end. Well, we go look. Yeah, we're gonna go look. Do you have any guns? I got a big axe. It's Betsy. Love this thing. You got a pickaxe named Betsy. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> grab a couple of these desks and build a barricade on the side where the rats are, and we can just lead through the other staircase. I have rope. Let's lead through the window. We are not good at physical things, <laughs> says the six-foot-six uh, six giant of a man. Just looking around here at the 140-year-old prospector, these lovely ladies German? with their delicate hands that they need that shouldn't get rope burned. And delicate. I save lives, sir. Delicately. And um, the 90-year-old detective. Okay, are we trying the window or the stairs? I'm a big fan of the stairs. Okay. I'd rather take the stairs. All right. Window or stairs. Oh, I'm taking the stairs, absolutely. Dog hands. What? <laughs> you you, you want to take the back stairs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Why? Oh, it's going to get interesting. Why? Okay, you can tell us and not be a dick about it, you fucking yeah. dick. Poor Maybe you'll live some goddamn longer, dick face. I want to fucking backhand this motherfucker. I'm Let's just leave him. Hot. Fuck. Let's just leave him. Just sweat in the feet. I'm gonna backhand him. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna backhand him and say, "Fucking poor quack, you motherfucker." I've been under a lot. Are you of actually gonna like backhand him? him? Yeah, and I'm gonna. Okay, say. roll a fight, fighting brawl. Oh, gentlemen. Shit. Shit. <laughs> he leans back as the hand swings by him. Yeah, and then I'll just because it's broken. And I'll adjust my hair. Because it's broken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, be more forthright. Be more forthright. The information. I'm sorry. You guys walked in here and started pulling guns on me. I just I don't know what you want. Yeah, to well, then maybe you should speak. fucking answer when you have guns pulled Jesus on you. Jesus Christ! You didn't ask about the stairs. Is this your first time? <laughs> I'm not good with people. What? What are you good at? Mining. No, let's, let's, let's bring let's bring Grant, and if he's a problem, we'll just treat him like a husky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. He leans down and grabs his pickaxe and throws it on his shoulder. Yeah. The old. And then leans down and grabs his bag. It's got like tree. pots and pans tied to it. And throws that on his shoulder. We don't need that. It's gonna be real loud. Hey, we don't need pots and pans. We're going to the fucking inn. Oh, uh, this is my stuff. You are on the just leave it. We're going. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but my stuff. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. It's all of my stuff. Yeah. Guys, what else? More. Guys, What's in there? we have been carrying all of my stuff. Your stuff is up at the pre Your stuff's not here. There's yeah, pots and pans. <laughs> We're trying to be quiet. Oh, uh, I can leave the pots and pans. Yeah, yeah. leave the fucking pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're going first, by the <laughs> way. You sure you don't want the big fucker to go first? Yeah, but he's saved my life. At least once. At least once. So, how many times have you said my life? Don't answer that question. Go. Down the stairs. Go. Go. Allez. Allons-y. Okay, but we're forgetting that he did mention the stairs are broken, which means we'd have to climb down them using a rope, as if we would have to do if we were going to be using the window. Yeah, yeah, the stairs. nurse lady's right. That's the back stairs. We can just go through the front stairs. Yeah. Uh, the rodents things. We gotta fight our way out that way. We gotta fight our way out regardless, don't we? No, we have to climb a rope. Or fight. Maybe we should just go out the window. So, out the window now? All right. I feel like at the end of the day we're just as successful to go out the window, but we're not going to make noise doing that. Okay, I'm going to remind you about the Huskies and our strategy for getting past the rodents. Are we going to do the rope thing? Yeah, let's do the rope thing. Rope. You're going first, though. Out 
the window? Wait. Yeah. I'm 67 years old. And we're going to where? To the end. Just to the alcohol depository. I, I, got, a, I got a better idea. Okay, so. <laughs> so instead of climbing down, we're going to tie a loop at the end for someone to put their fucking foot in, and the rest of us will lower them down. I'll go last because I'm the heaviest. I'll tie it off and I'll just climb, but everybody else. So she'll go first? No, you're going first because you're 60 fucking seven, you said. We so. can just loop it around the pit. We can just loop it around his neck. <laughs> Bernice, we could just loop it around your neck. I'll wait. I won't Let's go. All right. Rope. Rope. It, it gets me out of here if we get some boots, sure. All right. Uh, and he goes to use the rope. And He's not climbing, though. We're lowering him. Yeah. Okay, roll strength checks, please. All right. Do I get advantage? Who's helping me? I am. Yes. You get advantage. All right. Cool. Strength checks. Oh, yeah. 30. That's a hard success. You let him go and you ah oh shit ah oh fuck and he's like grasping onto this rope as he's kind of dangling and you slowly lower him down and from your vantage point looking out you see the birds glaring at you and like a couple of them are following him down with their eyes right and he gets to the bottom looks left and right and then like pushes up against the uh, building and then like gives the rope two tugs all right and I start to pull it back up again okay who's going next. I'll go next. All right. Uh, uh, success. Okay. Roll a dexterity check with advantage, real quick, please. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you scale it down, and you see, you see, uh, uh, Grant visibly relax. Oh, thank God. And he, like, points down the street, and you see uh, another one of these seven-and-a-half-foot-tall monstrosities back turned to you with, um, just if both arms are hanging by its side. Oh. And it's breathing. And it's down at the end of Main Street. Like, it's it's over in front of the tavern. I'm pulling the rope back up. Yeah. You're next. I will go. Rip and gun. Oh, hard success. Okay, you already hit the ground next. Uh, roll the dexterity with advantage. That is an extreme success. All right. Um, somehow doing it with more style and panache than the Frenchman, Gertie manages to land neatly on the ground um, and give the rope a couple tugs, and the rope goes back up. Uh, Grant kind of points down and says, There's one big fucking thing there. All right, Gertie. The internet didn't yep. see us whisper. <laughs> whisper, whisper. Hard success. Roll your dexterity with advantage. Oh, okay. Dexterity. Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, you are going and you're getting lowered out of the building. Um, and you get to like getting off the rope and uh, your foot gets stuck in it. And as he starts pulling it up, your feet get swooped out from under you and you land on the ground. Um, the rope goes up the rest of the way, but you are going to take a point of damage as you land hard on the ground. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, this is the first time you've been hurt. It's from falling down. Well, don't wear high heels on the next fucking expedition. Well, I'll let you mind your business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alright, gun. Let's do it. Do I still get advantage? No, you many do times? No. Alright, um... In fact, gun, how big are you? 
Yeah. What's your size? 70. Oh, shit. I'm 85. Okay, yeah, I'll let you roll just straight. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Should I push it? Up to you. Yeah, push it. Oh, oh. extreme success. Oh. I went from an 85 to a 5. Um, you go, and the second he devotes his weight, the, the rope slips a little bit, and, and you manage to grab a hold of it, and you barely feel this kind of sudden drop. Uh, you catch your breath, and then you make your way down, and you land on the ground. I need you to roll a dexterity check uh, with advantage. Uh, 16, that's a hard pass. Okay, yeah. You, no, it's an extreme pass. With the same amount of uh, care and grace, you manage to um, hop off the rope. So, how are you getting down? I'm gonna take another pittant and uh, jam it under the door in the same way. Okay. All right. And then I'm gonna take, I'm gonna pull the, the thing back up. And I've got a loop tied into this thing that's obviously enough to carry in. I'm gonna loop it down around through the open window, down the door, uh, in the door, down, and I'm gonna loop it onto the doorknob so it's got like a handle. Okay. And tie knots in it all the way down, like every like five feet down the rope. And I'm just gonna climb down. Okay. Uh, roll a roll a climb with uh, advantage. That is a fail. There's no way I'm pushing that. That's just a fail. How bad? It's a 58 against a 30. Okay. You start climbing down and you get past the first 10 feet and you feel something kind of give on the rope. Uh, you guys were on the third floor, so you are, you know, uh, 30 feet off the ground. Uh, you made it halfway, then you feel something kind of give in the rope and you start scrambling for the last uh, little bit. You get about 10 feet off the ground and you feel the handle that uh, you tied the loop to. You feel that give way and break and the rope lets go. Um, you're going to fall that final 10 feet, but roll a dexterity for me with disadvantage, please. Ooh. I'm pushing it by one for success. Okay. Uh, I'm using one luck, rather, not pushing. I'm using one luck for success. Okay. Uh, you land on the ground hard, but feet first. Um, the wind kind of erupts out of your body as your knees are driven into your chest. You're not going to take a ton of damage. You're only going to take a point. Okay. Um, That's fair. I fell 10 feet. All in all, that went pretty well. Yeah. I'm just going to pull the rope down and get it back. Um, the one last little thing that happened with your failure of the uh, thing is you guys that know about the big thing at the end of the street see its head perk up. And this one actually is odd to you because as it perks its head up, you just see half of a skull with the front half fully exposed, nose ridge down, cupped out. You just see like the front bit of a face pop up and look up to the air and sniff. Time to go, time to go, time to go. Where are we? Where, where you guys are, we are uh, standing in the intersection of Broadway and Main. So we got ahead, where, which way, where's the end? It so. is on the intersection of Main and King George Boulevard and right in the middle of that intersection is where this uh, beast is standing. Okay, well we gotta get a distraction to lead him maybe towards us so we can go around a long way and get into the inn. 
Um, can we throw something and break a window as we run in the opposite direction? Yeah. Well, there's probably rocks and stuff around on the street, eh? Yeah, sure. He slowly starts to turn towards you. Let's go. So. Let's at least hide around the corner. Yeah, we'll hide around the corner. Okay, let's go turn... Go, go down southeast, Broadway. This is Broadway, right? Yeah. Down southeast, and maybe we'll cut through that alleyway there. I don't know the layout. I'm taking your word for it. Let's cut. Let's go southeast down Broadway, and then cut down the alley down, and come around. He fully turns around to face you as you guys are figuring out where to run, and you hear this high-pitched gurgling scream. This has been an It's a Mimic production. You can find more quality content on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or at www.itsamimic.com.